Hello, this generic recorded message is to introduce a short snippet from a recent Blue Moon podcast. If you've enjoyed it, then go and subscribe to the Blue Moon podcast, and there's a brand new show with things like this, plus analysis and interviews every Friday. For this show, I was joined by City fan Richard Burns and the Manchester Evening News journalist Simon Bykowski. This has come from Andy Rag on Twitter. He says, The worrying return of hooliganism at football over the past couple of years, highlighted by players being confronted on the pitch, is really an issue of concern. Wanting to avoid the return of fences, should players take a greater role in suppressing anger amongst opposition fans when celebrating goals? For example, not doing so in front of other fans as opposed to your own, like Rodri did at Arsenal, and not pressing a finger to the lips, that sort of thing. The latter is more likely to antagonise than removing your shirt. Um, Richard, this is something I wanted to throw to you, because you've, you may mentioned uh a couple of weeks ago now that Mm. um you keep seeing a bit of trouble in the ground yeah it's been consistent this season um so i sit in 315 so the third tier of the south stand and i'm like half a block over from the away fans so i'm very very close to them and it's more often than not that there is some kind of flare-up um and um the police and stewards are typically very slow to deal with it um i've heard of anecdotally but i've heard of um sort of uh, racist insults being thrown between supporters up there there's been stuff physically thrown between fans i've seen people throw punches over the barrier um and that's not to you know it's very much a minority but it's there and i've sat next to the away fans at sort of in, in one place or another ever since we moved to the Etihad and it is definitely an increase in in incidents it's really concerning um I think there's been a lot of talk recently and reports recently um about sort of the use of cocaine at football matches which is definitely on the increase um I think it's almost to the point it's becoming part of the the football culture for um certain fans um which is which is really worrying um and yeah i mean it's on, on that element it is it is a concern and there's been like there's normally a couple of games a season where me and my dad sort of make a point of when we come out just getting over to the other side of the road so we're not walking out where the away fans come out because you can guarantee there'll be a little bit of a flare-up but that's turned into now coming out of the stadium like at the Chelsea game I saw um, what started as two people having a bit of back and forth with each other which you see game in game out um that very quickly turned into somebody picking up one of the um the silver railings like the you know the that linked together yeah taking one of them out and and throwing it sort of directly at a chelsea fan um you can imagine how quickly that can turn into a much bigger incident um particularly if people's mood has been chemically altered like it's a it's a really um it's really worrying to see and and that's gone to being to be honest every game now we we try and get over the road as quickly as possible um obviously the question was about players roles in that as well though um i'm conflicted about this because i sort of think that players take plenty of stick during a game that if they have a little celebrate celebration or put the fingers to the lips you know as it or put the fingers in their ears like Grealish often does because he gets booed all game 
I sort of think they're entitled to do that. And it's it's a little bit petty, but one of the beautiful things about football is how petty it is. You know, there's there's nothing rational about a lot of the why I dislike some of the teams I dislike and the rivalries that I enjoy the most. And that wind up is a little bit of fun. But then also maybe the players but well, I mean they do have a responsibility obviously to behave um to behave properly and if if there's a provable um and, and not just anecdotal increase in um in, in incidents of violence or um aggression or arrests however you measure that um then yeah may, maybe the players do need to think a little bit more about how they celebrate but I I, I I'd sort of not push too hard on that personally because it's I think that's part of the game and, and within reason um I, I don't really think that kind of stuff should be uh should be read too much into the ultimately the responsibility for how you react to that if you're not being like directly abused you've got to be an adult about a player celebrating a goal if you've given him a bit of stick during the game haven't you yeah, I, uh, Simon Richards just neatly torpedoed the way I was going to ask you this question because I was going to ask uh, <laughs> about about if you know if players are taking stick for ninety minutes, can you blame them for sticking the finger to the lips as they run past the fans having scored the winning goal? And it's like it's like you do have to be an adult about it, don't you? you, you, you if you give it out, you've got to take it back. You do, yeah. I, I don't, with a few exceptions, uh, I don't really think players can take any blame. Um, for any sort of increase in, in violence. And, and also, as Richard said, it's kind of like a hugely enjoyable part of football, like the shithousery, the celebrations and whatever. Like, does, does I can't remember anything Emmanuel Adebayor did for City other than that <laughs> run, celebration. Run the of the pitch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's um, a young uh, City keeper on loan at Bolton at the minute, James Trafford, who managed to get two opposition players booked just for uh, not picking up the ball the other day. It was like very, <laughs> very funny. Um, but yeah, I do kind of, I, yeah, it, it, it is a concern. Um, and I do, it, I've got no evidence for this, um, but it does kind of feel like a lot more people are getting onto the pitch and getting towards players. Like you saw the Forest Leicester game yeah. the other day, but like, City were at Southampton and like about 10 City fans got onto the pitch at the end of the game. And I I don't know, growing up, it felt like they'd be like taken out by stewards as soon as they were seen. And now it's like you get to run the length of the pitch and no one can really stop you. Um, So it it feels like there is less order at football matches now. I did notice actually against Brentford on Wednesday night, um, City announced at half time that uh, anybody who came onto the pitch would would face a, a stadium ban, and any child mm. that that came onto the pitch, their their guard, their parent or guardian that was with them would face a stadium ban as well. So it, it feels like something that they are trying to legislate a little bit more against. Yeah, yeah, not heard that. That's interesting. But yeah, there have been a lot a lot of times. It's a kid that runs on, and the, like players go back and then sort of then interact with them but yeah a lot of pitch invasions Richard, I just want to go back to the players thing as well uh, very briefly because um, the one thing we always say about players is that they don't choose to be role models but they are um, does this not fall into that category as well? Um, I mean it does but I, I guess my question is what what do you want to role model and and I guess like within this context and, and, and I don't mean to be obtuse because clearly like there's there's good and bad behaviour, and I do think there's a a level of responsibility that in if you're in the public eye and you accept that as part of your job, there is a level of responsibility you take 
when you know that a big part of the people that idolize you are, are, are going to be children. Um, but we've both just said, and, um, you know, I don't want to speak for you, David, but I, I think that you might agree that part of the fun of football is when it can be a bit daft and a bit like that, getting one over on your rivals. Like, is, is that a, a, a fair assumption? Absolutely not. <laughs> but okay so that's two out of three of us which is still, still pretty convincing um like i when, when i say what do you want a role model like I, I want the players to understand that that fans enjoy that about the game yeah. so when i you know when I th- one of my examples where i think about that is do you remember when pep gave sterling a bit of a public dressing down after one of the derbies because in stoppage time he'd be doing step overs in the corner when the game was wrapped up and it's it's like it's appropriate for a manager i suppose to want to look respectful to his opposition but for a fan you've got you should dine out on that like bernardo keeping the ball in the corner and to me that's old trafford when the game was um was was done as well like that kind of thing that's all part of the same the same thing as a a cheeky celebration to me or it's um, it's learning to take your medicine isn't it that's the thing yeah that that wraps it up neatly yeah and so i'm happy for a player to to role model a, a bit of a cheeky celebration as long as it's not going too far and we we all know what too far is i'm sure we can all envision that so yeah yeah i i think as well like it, it, it i i don't want to speak for you richard but like has <laughs> have the problems that you've seen been a direct result of things that players have done or well is it just yeah. I, I, absolutely not. And that's, I suppose I, I skirted around that in my answer, um, I suppose, just to try and balance my own <laughs> my own thoughts of it. Well, so, you yeah. Know, like, um, but do you know, but no, horrible people are going to be horrible people, aren't they? Yeah, they've, they, been, they've, they've never been related to players' actions, not once. <laughs>